A lesson in astrocartography. You know the vibe. Essential oils diffusing through the air, dreadlocked employees, and a flyer board for local healers and artists. <laughs> this is what I saw last Saturday afternoon as I crossed the threshold into our local health food store. As I took it all in, scanning the arrangements of beeswax candles next to fresh lion's mane mushrooms, I noticed a flyer to my right advertising astrocartography services. Amused, I scanned it briefly, where this person was claiming to know if Asheville was the right geophysical location for you and your journey. I looked at my wife and said, look at this shit. <laughs> she shook her head, not amused by my condescension, and deserted me for the cold sandwich bar. See, this is why I don't like these places, just a bunch of bullshit. But before my conclusion fully fused, I remembered. Flushed through every cell in my body came the feeling of home I used to feel in stores just like this. I remembered Mana Foods on Maui with the best tofu sandwiches in the world. I remembered the Earth in Norman where I'd voyage during medical school for a hearty vegan meal inside Oklahoma's plant-based Siberia. I remembered when I used to love these places with all my heart. And then I remembered what happened to me in the health food store, how a passion went astray, twisted by compromises, and became something entirely else. Something a lot like hate. Following after my wife to the cold sandwich bar, I located a pre-made croissant stuffed with curried chicken and locally sprouted grains. I chose this sandwich because it was the only non-vegan item at the bar. I was hungry. I wanted to be satiated. And it was incredible. Even though my veganism had ended five years prior, it did still feel, though, a little sacrilegious to eat meat in a health food store. So when my yearning stomach asked for something else to eat, I selected the tempeh wrap, stuffed with, you guessed it, locally sprouted greens. Eating my tempeh wrap, watching patrons enter giddily through the front door, I wondered what happened to us, me in the health food store, for a place that once was undeniably my place. How had we fallen out? When you identify as vegan, as I did from 2012 to 2017, the health food store is part grocery store and part religious institution. Selling an endless hope of health enhancement, I never missed a sermon, <laughs> making my way into one temple of aliveness or another once a week for groceries. My way of life was accepted there. I found myself in those groceries and in those cashier conversations. As I'd leave with a new food or supplement, I thought anything was possible in my life. It was a panacea of possibility. I was 23 years old, working for a nonprofit, trying out veganism because it sounded like a fun challenge and running marathons. My life before medical school was a curious one of becoming, and I loved my life. Thus, I loved the health food store. When I went to medical school, I thought I'd be able to keep that aliveness, and for the first few years, I did. I traveled to Maui, learned to surf, and kept eating plant-based, seemingly without cost to my soul. When I entered a health food store, anywhere, it still gave me the feels. But when you make a compromise on a knowing, I knew I never wanted to be a doctor. The piper has to get paid. And by the time I arrived in California for residency, 
I was no longer living a life of curious becoming and no longer vegan and no longer infatuated with the health food store. And at the hands of medical school, I'd also become an evidence-based cynic. The health food store slowly became a monument to what I'd lost, myself. When I was in those stores, wafting essential oils, watching vibrant cashiers chat enthusiastically with customers about beetroot extract and alkaline water, I hated everything about it. And I hated that 23-year-old vegan me that had let me go to medical school and didn't have the courage to go after what I wanted. The health food store and that 23-year-old me had failed me. I thought, in my delusion of omnipotent control then, that my soul could survive medicine if I just doubled down on my previous passions. If I just stay vegan, if I just keep running, if I just keep going to the health food store, I'll survive this whole thing. But over the years, one by one, I watched every single one of those passions die as my delusion led me deeper and deeper into medicine. Until finally, a year and a half ago, I came face to face with my compromise and admitted that nothing could make medicine tenable for me. That I couldn't even make medicine tenable for me. Before my wife convinced me to eat lunch at the health food store, I'd had a massage. My first in four years. While the masseuse worked through those years of muscular tension, her hands unloaded memories before my eyes. Flashing images of my past rolled by like a yearbook of medicine. As I remembered myself anxious inside the psychiatric emergency department, frantic while studying for board exams and yelling angrily in my call after or in my car after call shifts. I watched these memories appear, then disappear, while others emerged and dissolved as the massage went on. I just watched them play. After it was over, I was in the waiting room designed to allow for decompression after the massage when I saw a book on a wooden shelf lining the couch. It was Perfect Health by Deepak Chopra. I'd once read it fourth year of medical school and the months before I left for California as I tried to treat my growing anxiety and depression. I used to love that book too until it met the same fate as my other loves and I came to hate the idea of that book. But there on the couch, skimming its pages, all I could feel was gratitude. Tears welled. I still love the idea of health and healing and self-empowerment. I still love the 23-year-old who went to medical school and I still wanted to heal. After a debrief with the masseuse, who told me my chest held significant tension and offered a list of stretching exercises, I walked across the street to the library and checked out Perfect Health. Looking at the collection of vegan mayo and tempeh and tomato juice that had settled in the bottom of my wrap's tortilla, I squeezed together that final bite and placed it in my mouth. I watched the cashier holding conversation with the locals, talking excitedly about their products, and cracking jokes. Took a deep inhale of the essential oils, collected the wrappers <laughs> of my chicken sandwich and my vegan wrap as my wife signaled she was ready to go. On the way out, right before I stepped out the door, that astrocartography poster caught my eye once more. I stopped, stayed a minute to read more about the subject, and then stepped over the threshold, smiling.